Hey, I'm Godwin Idiavo, and welcome to another episode of GI Nutrition. In this episode, we'll be talking about how much plastic are you eating. And I know just from seeing the title of this podcast, you'll be like, how is that even possible? Doesn't it even sound absurd? What kind of question is that? How do one, how do I eat plastic? How does one eat plastic? But we currently live in a world where the plates we eat from, the straws we drink through, the furniture we sit on, the toys our kids play with, even the clothes we wear sometimes, and the cars we drive, and the life-saving medical equipment in our hospitals are made up of plastic. And more than anywhere else, plastic is in our packaging. Encasing everything from our laundry detergent to prescription pills, from the food we eat to the beverage we drink. A new study in the Journal of Environmental Science and Technology says it is possible that humans may consume anywhere from 39,000 to 52,000 microplastics particles a year. People who meet their recommended water intake through tap water ingest an additional 4,000 plastic particles annually, while those who drink only bottled water ingest an additional 90,000. You could see just a difference in the choice of containers we use. Those who use to drink or the source of water we use, those who drink direct from taps uh, or other sources, which is rare, usually rare these days, have a lower additional uh, plastic consumption. But those who take from bottles, we all mostly take from bottles these days, from our dispensers to our portable, holdable bottles, to our stored uh, refrigeratable bottles I've seen, seen, I've known to consume an additional 90,000 added to the 32 to 52,000 we already ingest or inhale from other sources majorly uh, microplastics are also found in our foods found in our seafoods in our alcoholic beverages, our major normal beverage, in our salt, in our sugars, in our beer, and our honey. You may be wondering, I have been drinking a lot of plastic bottled water this year and I may have consumed up to 90,000 90, microplastic particles. So does this actually have any effect on my health? Well, yeah, sort of. Scientists aren't still sure about the amount of 
microplastic a body can tolerate or how much damage they do. Different plastics has varying toxic properties. They make some with toxic chemicals like chlorine and mercury. Others are made with organic pollinates including pesticides and chemicals called dioxin, sphalate and BPA that's the bisphenol A. While other microplastic particles pick up trace amounts of chemicals from the environment like lead. These chemicals and toxins including the bisphenol family can seep from our packaging into food and then into the human body once we ingest the food. The shape and structure of these chemicals such as the BPA and the sphalate cause them to interfere with the endocrine or hormonal system. That's why they are generally known as endocrine disruptors. Over time, these chemicals and toxins have been linked to causing immune system disorders, asthma, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, that's the ADHD, cancer, obesity, type 2 diabetes, low IQ, neurodevelopmental issues, altered reproductive development, male fertility issues, and so much more. And when you start, when I start listening on this, you get to think to yourself, like, if you're a person working in the health or public health sector, you think to yourself, like, no wonder there's an increase in most of these things. These days, there's an increase in cancer. Generally, there's an increase in non-communicable diseases. So, apart from what we eat, could other things be affecting us? Well, who knows? And apart from consumption, burning plastic in the open, which is practiced widely in Asia and mostly in Africa, here even here in Nigeria, is dangerous. In an Indian study, they found the body burning of household wastes, like plastics and all, released dangerous dioxins, farans and mercury, and even polychlorinated biphenyls, which have been linked to a lot of heart and respiratory disease. If you are hearing this, you should advise someone, do not burn plastic, you may be hurting yourself, dying. You may be hurting yourself, hurting the environment that you think. Try to recycle your plastics. You can't get too much plastic. You can make a lot of things from plastic. I'm not going to start explaining how you could recycle plastic here, but you could do your research and find out how your plastic could be recycled. After I've listed all these really terrifying health problems it may cause, you may be asking yourself, is there any safe plastic or at least a safe, safer alternative? Well, firstly, it is impossible to 100% avoid the consumption of plastics due to globalization. We blame globalization for that. But you can 
minimize the intake of plastic using different healthy techniques that I wish I'll mention later. Most articles we talk about which is the best and the best type of plastic to use, yeah? But honestly, if it were possible, I would suggest that you go for the total removal of plastic from our homes. But since it's not going to be possible to stop the consumption of plastic, it is good we know which is better. Firstly, there are seven types of plastic used for production. The first type, known as the number one, is the polyethylene terephthalate or the PET. These are majorly used for household cleaning products and containers. Second is the high density polyethylene, the HDPE, are mostly used to make milk jugs, uh, detergents, um, juice bottles, uh, butter uh, containers, toiletry containers, and so much more. The third is polyvinyl chloride. Uh, the PVC obviously which is used to make our food wrappers sometimes used for the bottles of our cooking oil our shower curtains our inflatable mattresses and the common uh, the common one we all know the plumbing pipe the fourth is the low density polyethylene the LDPE used to make our grocery bag and normal that nylon-y sound that we always used to go get groceries from. When you enter any shop, shopping mall, you go get something. There's that plastic bag that you normally get. It's made from LDPE. In our bread bags too, those plastic bags our bread are kept in. Five, polypropylene, the PP. These are common, this is the most common because it's used for most of our plastics at home. Those plastics we use to store our soups in are majorly made. Those normal ones we buy at the market and we store our soups in the refrigerator are majorly made from PP. Uh, yogurt can made from PP. Our medicine bottles, our ketchup bottles, and most of the times PP. They usually write it kitchen safe or microwave safe. Anytime you see microwave safe, I avoid. It just means it doesn't melt in the microwave. Doesn't mean it doesn't poison your food. Six is the polystyrene or the styrofoam. Uh, I know, and our normal, this one is used to make our normal party rice uh, containers. Now, you know where it go? That squishy, sweet thing to break styrofoam yeah that we see in most of our party food yeah that's what we use to make this it can be used to make most packagings too from different products thirdly and lastly sorry 
is number seven and number seven just means everything else everything that was not contained in number one to six is a number seven and these categories actually risky when you don't know what you get in this category so you could be getting a really compostable uh, how like environmental environment healthy plastic or you could be getting a plastic high in toxic BPAs and products that are in this in this number seven yeah in this sector on this session of plastic production number is uh, baby bottles and our normal plastic bottles so when you see baby bottles and plastic bottles you start becoming afraid so what should we feed our baby with well who knows our medical equipment are here too our cds our dvds most things that we see regularly are number sevens so how do we identify the plastic now i've listed all these things now but you might see the plastic and you just want to know what kind of plastic is that you want to know to be sure whether it's a good plastic or it's not bad all plastics are bad but we just have to we have to get we have to manage have to yeah so how do i identify it yeah sorry firstly yeah in every plastic container not every because i checked yesterday and most of our bottle waters do not have this thing so but in every in every most plastic cans there's a recycle logo in it yeah and in the middle of it you see a number but for the plastic cans our plastic cans i checked there's a recyclable there's a recycle logo obviously here there but just means recycle just no number just nothing on it but what you should know that all our water bottles are seven majorly made from seven um, uh, number two, the HDP, uh, HDPE, and uh, number four, the LDPE, and uh, number five, the PP. And to a lesser extent, if it is not reused, the number one are all safer to use because they lash out less. But doesn't mean they don't lash out, but they lash out less. So how do we avoid it? How do we avoid or reduce our plastics? Yeah. Current in this current era, there's no plastic-free diet. There are no plastic-free diet, obviously. But we can minimize the intake to the best of our abilities. And yeah, the few things we should do. If you want to drink water, mostly drink tap water. Even I know it's not advisable in Nigeria, but if you have had a treated system go for the tap water and drink with a glass but if not you with uh, 
in our own category of major homes not having a treated system, we have no choice but to go for our bottled water or our sachet water, even though all are lashing into our waters. But do not, um, secondly, heat food on stove. All these new age homes now, and now, what would I say? Depending more on microwaves than heating on stove. But if you want to, it's not a bad thing. See me, I love things to be easy for me. So I do love a microwave. But if you want to use the microwave, yeah, always use glass, the Pyrex glass. There's this glass that has a plastic, no, a treated plastic lid on it that doesn't lash. I'm sure a lot of us have seen it. It comes in curve or comes in a square. That yeah, it's in rectangle sets, giant sets rather, from the biggest to the tiny one in the middle. So you use that one for your microwavable foods, and you could actually store your foods. And that's the third point. So you buy and store foods in silicon, glass, or foil. Yes, this old day rice party rice. Thing we used to do. Is this foil we use for uh, our parties those days? I'm not sure they use it anymore these days. Yeah, you could buy the bigger type and store your foods in there. Warm, you could have actually microwave your food with the the foil package. Yeah, because it's not healthy at all to microwave it that plastic, even if it says microwave safe. Avoid it, especially number five PP. Avoid it. You could store with number five because we're, it lashes less, and we have no other option because this glass thing I'm talking about could be expensive for us. But never microwave with number five. Next, eat fresh foods. Most people now rely on plastic, plastic, plastic. I hate like. As a nutritionist, I really do not like plastic foods. I don't know, it has a feel for me. I love whole foods that you see is homegrown. When you get our rice or potatoes, I love potatoes with fresh tomatoes and peppers and not packaged or thin things. Because most of our thing, even though we are trying to avoid plastic, I just want to put this out there. Most of our thing uh, are coated with BPA. So, you see, we are still in trouble, no matter the packaging. And lastly, work with your community. Don't just assume your impact is limited to what you do in your personal life. No. Help others. As I'm helping, as I'm saying this, as you're hearing it, do try to help others. Well, in conclusion, in as much as there's very little research done, and none in Africa, doesn't mean it isn't causing a problem. Don't use the African man style of uh, where the research or how can we sure it's true? It could be other things. The rise of non-communicable disease is proof enough that our diet is not only in control, our lifestyle patterns are not only in control of our health. The little things we do from our burning of plastic outside or even the burning of the environment to eating on our tables 
to the kind of food choice and to con uh, kind of containers we choose to hold our foods or store our foods has a lot to do with our health and it could be contributing to damaging your health daily. So I encourage you to constantly be ever health conscious. I know it's very hard to become health conscious, but with time we could build a better world with our cooperation.